Stampings Avenue. Go. <laughs> Say it. Say it. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it. Say it again. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Oh, not sexy, but real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Nailed it. I don't want to bend over to turn on again. I didn't want to bend over to press record, so I just started. Oh, okay. You know, you know how I do it. Uh huh. Got re relocation. I hear you, dude. <laughs> just going through your pockets. Got all kinds of that's, shit. That's in the true. I didn't yeah. tell you we were starting. Yeah, it's all and right. You were cleaning out receipts. Yeah, I'm all right, man. What's the last thing you bought? What'd you got? Uh, Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I just saw you buy that. So yeah, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're gonna do the sound check on air. Check. Oh God. Check. Um. Now batting center fielder Kyle. How many? Kinane. How often is that fun for you? It's fun for me, man. Cheers, buddy. Childhood memories. Cheers. There we go. You just doing a bunch of tequila? Uh, yeah, tequila and Lacroix. Ooh, okay. What do you call that? What would you call? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what is Mexican that? Mexican yuppie. Hollywood sunset. <laughs> Mexican yuppie. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, dude? I don't know, man. We've been hanging out all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Just had a nice lunch. We did. We had a nice lunch. We had uh, We had some Thai food. Yeah. We're out doing showbiz stuff. Showbiz stuff, we man. Talk, we can't talk about too can't much. Can't talk about it, but maybe one day we'll be able to talk. It'd be about nice it. to be able to talk about some showbiz we'll stuff. We'll see. We'll see. Um, oh, sorry, just in the mic, everybody. <clears throat> there we go. All right. Well, I think that's good. Uh, Luke Perry died. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's what we we're talking about. That Luke Perry is a guy that. Uh, early Kyle, like when you could just be like, "Fuck, that's a good looking dude." Mm-hmm. When you when you we're fi- like when you could finally separate the idea. Like I could still think a guy's good looking, mm-hmm. but not be so self conscious. Like, oh, it means I'm gay because yeah. it's good looking. Never understood that. Mm-hmm. Be secure. Like, but like, but as a kid, because I, I was in junior high when yeah nine oh two one oh was popular. So like at that, that's your whole like you're trying to find out so much about who you are in the world. You know? Did you have questions early on about that? No, no. I mean, I, I, I've been I straight since I was three. Well, when you like never even thought, but I, like honestly, there was never a point of, yeah. oh, but what if, what would it be like to be attracted to that? I was, but it was never being attracted to it, but it was going, that's a good looking dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I could see why the ladies like that guy. I don't trust a guy who can't admit when another guy is handsome. Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, I, I have eyes. I'm not an idiot. That's a good looking dude. It doesn't mean I want to go kiss him. They're like, yeah. Doesn't we don't want to go kissing want, boys all over the place? I won't touch him or nothing. I ain't going to cuddle with him. I'll, I'll wrestle him. I mean, you know, <laughs> go out in the yard and punch They'll each other. definitely join the wrestling team mm-hmm. over. <clears throat> no, but he was like, it, 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 I, yeah, I was like, like I don't know why it affected me. Like, oh, Luke Perry, that guy was. He was like 52. He's well, only 10 years older than us. Well, it's kind of ironic, too, that uh, I haven't thought about mm-hmm. Beverly Hills 90210 in years yeah. until about a month ago, I guess, they put it on Hulu. Either Hulu or Amazon. And they were redoing it. They were going to redo it with the original cast. But Katie, girlfriend Katie, has just been binging like crazy. Yeah. And and it was just weird because that's one of those shows, obviously, was a big hit back in the day. But I never noticed it in reruns or syndication or anything. It just disappeared and then just showed up recently. 
Yeah, I think that stuff like comedy is easy to mm-hmm. syndicate. You know, if it's if it's easy comedy, mm-hmm. not to be insulting to some shows that are in syndication, but you could put on a King of Queens, and that's gonna that'll be fine in the background. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, you know, I was big. I like the OC. Yeah, I never, I never got into that. Oh, that was right when I moved to California, and it was, it was about California, and really? I only had, I have, didn't have cable. I just had like a tube TV with six channels, and mm-hmm. one of those would play that. Hmm. It's teen dramas, man. Yeah, man. Speaking of uh, of Nintendo, I even when it was currently on, when did that start? Like ninety, ninety one. So we would have been. I thought about. it. I thought I was in junior high. Yeah, I think yeah. But uh, obviously now I can look at it and kind of pick it apart. But even in the moment back then, I was like, why does the blonde-headed guy look like he's 35? There was some discrepancies. Ian Ziering? Is that yeah, yeah. Thing? There was always some discrepancies. And then who's the girl? Uh, Andrea Zucker? She was uh, the girl who was uh, – Katie told me because she'd been watching it. She was literally 29 when they filmed that. Like oh, I remember that. Yeah, she had one of the curly hair or something. Yeah, the like glasses. Guess, kind of the nerdy girl, and I think she gets pregnant and has a kid. Yeah, I saw her in something else at the same time where she was like a doctor. I'm like, yeah. are you a teenager in this? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I'm casting like, for something. But reason. like when you could see the boy bands come around and you had your... You know, your, uh, your Justin Timberlakes. Well, yeah, okay, he's yeah. the hunk. And like some of these other guys... I don't know what weight you're pulling in the group. Yeah. I'm like, are you the dancer? What are you doing? Ugh. You know, some of it. So you look back. They collected. I mean, did you have to have five? You could have cut one of these ugly ones. So, like, there's always one guy that just looks like a... There's always one guy in a boy band that looks like a valet you could get weed from. Yeah. You know? Let <laughs> me ask you this. The That's a bands. specific look that I'm thinking of in my head, but... The, One guy looks like he'll park your car and be like, "Man, I can leave something in there if you need to." <laughs> Me too. The classic boy bands like, uh, uh, what was it In uh, Sync? Then who was it? Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. Their audience was all female and gay dudes. Correct? Any straight guys listen? Like, like really into that shit? Does that make me sound like an idiot? But like, I, I just couldn't imagine. Well, it wasn't the, wasn't the demographic? You know, it'd be. It, I bet. There was probably, but again, think about the age that you were when that music was popular, and if you were just going to go to your friends, like, no, I think they got some hits. It wasn't. It was like bad religion for a fifteen-year-old boy, like I'm angry, and the government's probably bad or something. Like mm-hmm. that did not appeal to a, a, a large swath of fifteen-year-old girls who want to go to the mall or yeah. do whatever fifteen-year-old girls do. It's all. No, I'm know, saying, yeah, obviously, it's for the for that demographic, but. I just wonder if any dudes, like just regular dudes, like, yeah, I like it. Well, then, especially with that accent. I, I believe they're pretty good. I don't think they're alive anymore. They can dance. <laughs> I, just, I just never understood. Like, what are they doing? Learn, play guitar. I bet, you know what it is? I But I bet in Florida, where there's, uh, that was like, they all started in Florida. Mm-hmm. And so I bet there was like, there was a separation between, you know, kids with maybe like, Attempted Disney kids. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the big thing? The Mickey Mouse Club launch. Yeah. I bet there was a lot of like parents who were upset with their kids because they couldn't get them in the Mickey Mouse Club and then pushed them into that boy band life. Hmm. I'm going to guess absent fathers yeah. raised by mom. So it's not pushing you into football, hmm. but you can sing and dance and we're going to make some money off you. Hmm. 
You know what? Uh, you know what else? Old Luke Perry brought back into the zeitgeist twenty five, thirty years ago. What's that? If I remember correctly, uh, he and what was the other guys? Brandon, Jason Priestley. They were the first. Both those Priestley was a real. They were the first ones to bring back chops. The chops. They the all like, they had like a James Dean look. Priestley yeah. was the real. That was. They were both good looking, mm-hmm. but, but Luke Perry was much better looking. I think now because I couldn't remember Priestley. I'm going. Priestley, he was more. I mean, he, I guess he was handsome, but he was more of like the oh, yeah, the blue the, eyes, the boy next door, the kind of the goody two shoes. Where Luke was the bad boy who drove the motorcycle. Oh, was he the yeah, bad boy? Didn't in know it? his. Didn't know his dad. And, I didn't. I didn't see the show. Oh, I didn't oh you know never watched it? No, I, watched I didn't the, watch the show. I watched it back in the day. I'm thinking. I'm, yeah. just, I'm thinking about like seeing posters and being yeah. angry at the girls. Like, yeah. you like crap. But yeah, they were both ones. That's the first time I ever remember like sideburns coming back, like. Past the seventies. That's true. They had good hair. They mm-hmm. had good hair. Yeah, they had the same same weird yeah. updo. Him and and then the dude from Prodigy died too. Yeah, yeah. Prodigy. A lot of people from uh, a lot of like uh, only a few years older than us, parallel to our living. Yeah. Somebody tweeted today. They showed that guy's picture. Who was it? Uh, oh, our buddy Chris uh, Pierce, I think. Yeah. I think he posted that guy's picture, and it said, "Rest in peace, Spencer from Spencer's Gifts." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's a good one. That is real good. That is real, real good. Spencer of Spencer's gifts. Because yeah, he was like full on that guy. What was his name? His name? Ah, we should have knew his name. Keith. Somebody. Keith Flint. Flint. Flint yeah. yeah. But yeah, he had like the double mohawk and the crazy eyes. I was thinking about how much I like that stereo MC song. Remember that one? Gotta get yourself connected. Uh, remember that, like, kind of taper off of the uh, English? That was a good song. Yeah. If you haven't heard it in a while, yeah. look it up. That was solid. That's a good, it's a good just around the house tune. Stereo MCs, man. Mm-hmm. I have not even thought of that in years. It's got like that, it's got a creeper vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to it with the lights off, it's got a little, like, you're creeping. Like, old cat burglar pounce. I don't know. I'm doing it, but. What song? Uh, I was watching Sopranos, of course, the other day, and at the Bing, they were blasting that song. Um, uh, Any time to get down on your motherfucking knees. Oh yeah, yeah, there was that. There was that. It wasn't. Was it Chemical oh, yeah. Brothers? Is that Chemical it Brothers? Might have been. Might have been. So that like all that kind of like not it wasn't DJ music, and yeah. I don't know. Kind of a precursor to that. Yeah. All like English dance music. I liked I liked some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Fat Boy Slim was that. <laughs> yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all real catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Prodigy. They had. Uh, what were their hits? Firestarter. Firestarter. Oh, the Firestarter. Yeah, that was a scary song. Didn't they have one called "Smack My Bitch Up"? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't go over well today. Yeah. It didn't go over well then. <laughs> I remember dated. MTV's like, we're going to air the video at midnight. And it was a first-person video of this person acting like a real piece of shit and being at a strip club and everything. But then in the end, they look in a mirror, and it was a lady the whole time. And I was like, uh-oh, you got flip-flopped. You got flopped on. <laughs> Y'all got flopped on. <laughs> oh, man. What else going on, buddy? You were out of town this week? I was in, I was in uh, Michigan. Yeah, how was it? Good times. That's weird because I'm in Michigan right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're doing a time travel episode. <laughs> time travel's real. It's happening right now. Mm-hmm. No, I was there thanks to the person who brought me uh, homemade chili. What? Yeah, somebody brought me some vegetarian chili. Somebody brought me a CD. Did you eat it? Um, I did not get the. I left yeah. it in the fridge in the green room. Okay. 
And I apologize for that. I wish you hadn't asked Didn't me mean that. to put you on the spot. I was going to let it slide, but then I can't, <laughs> I'm not, I can't lie, and I don't want to lie, and I don't need it. You know what? Oh, all right. I was fine. I, I ate the cookies. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bigfoot cookies. We yeah. both had the Bigfoot cookies. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm usually all right with stuff. Yeah. But then in the same shows this weekend, there was a a, a woman who uh, – I stayed in the green room. I didn't come out this weekend. I was, you know, not feeling like I could do the dance mm-hmm. so much as we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Not 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 on, on you kind folks for coming to the show. Uh, but there's a gal who uh, – yeah, that's the coaster keeps sticking to the drinks. You can just put it. This thing is made out of a coaster. This stool. <laughs> we're in the we're in the back bedroom. We're in the snore. The we're in the snore chamber. lab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the sleep apnea capsule right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the woman. Uh, the manager came back. He's like, "There's a woman out there." there he's like, "There's a couple out there that wants to thank you because they saw you in Detroit, and uh-huh. after your show in Detroit, they had a threesome." I'm like, "I don't think I'm really, you know, sowing the seeds of love at my show. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I'm, you know, really putting that vibe out." But I'm glad it happened for Wait, you. How did who know that information? They were waiting after the show uh-huh. and told the manager or the guy who was kind of coordinating uh-huh. things there, crowd control guy, told him the story like, oh, we had a threesome uh, okay. after the show that was someone we met there. And we want to thank Kyle. I'm like, that's good. Hey, I'm glad. They want to thank Kyle. Uh-huh. Well, They, they want to uh, ride uh, that unicorn. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saddled up for that type <laughs> of ride, man. I'm not... <laughs> You ever I been approached with that? Uh, you ever been invited into a no, a no. trace or a quattro? No, no. Yeah. I don't understand that. Have you? No. No, I think I've been. I may have been invited, but no, I've never partake partook. No. Uh, I was t- <laughs> telling you a story off here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody who told me about just uh, just four people just. Just where does everybody stand? I don't understand the logistics. Of I feel it. like like you hear these. Maybe songs. it's like you got a bench, you know. Maybe huh. it's like you got one player on the bench. Yeah, but then you hear like I don't want to get too graphic, but you hear like <laughs> specific sex acts that involve more things, and there are spaces for it. And like where? What do you? Where? I just don't understand. Yeah, it's a real. Where's everybody standing? It's a real musical dicks. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had uh, had a friend just mention that real nonchalantly the other day. Yeah, that he was part of a foursome, and it was kind of a three-on-one situation. Yeah, three like, kings and a queen. Uh, I, I, well, that's what we're saying. Like, if that's the if that's you know sexual fluidity, why like getting everybody's getting hung up on their labels? What if it comes down to just consenting adults having a good time? Like I was saying, nobody's trying to join a team. You're just playing a pickup game. Huh. You know, I might not swing that way, but more power to you if you do. I can't. I can't get upset about it. Yeah, no, I'm not upset about. It. I'm just can, be curious. safe, be nice to others. Yeah, I as mean, long as as long as that's the case. Curious is the wrong word. <laughs> I'm just curious. Paper on paper, curious. Yeah. Not in real life, curious. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a real meat and potatoes kind of uh-huh. dude. I'm glad. <laughs> I was talking to that to Katie the other day. I'm and not not to shame anybody that that's. Uh, any different, but I, I'm glad that I'm <laughs> uncomplicated. Put yeah. it that way. Yeah, like I couldn't imagine. 
just like you real you need some real Yahoo shit to, no, to just get point, what you point need. Point the car forward down the road. Yeah. Just put her in D. Put her in drive. Put her in D. <laughs> <laughs> I think put I think you need to put D in her. Uh-huh. Come on, there's that's, the word play. That's pretty good. We're comedians. Uh-huh. But yeah, so anyway, uh, I don't know if you finished that story. What was my story? Uh, the, you the, jumped in about uh, yes. Yeah, oh no, and then and, yeah, and then she wanted to smell me real bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just kept telling the guy, "Well, well, will Kyle be coming out because she wanted to smell me." What does that mean? And that was like uh, that's what I was like. Don't listen, say like, <laughs> what is honestly like? What's the difference between somebody saying, "You know what? I want to shake your hand." Versus, you know what? I want to smell you. It's out of the ordinary. It caught me off guard. But it's less intrusive than somebody wanting to shake your hand or give you a hug. Yeah, I guess you're, I guess you're right. You know, but I just, I don't uh, fancy myself an uh, uh, aromatic fella. You know, I used to have a line about I look like I smell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I smell like I look. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can guess. I was joking about it on stage afterwards. You want to know how I smell? Go put your head in the microwave of a dorm room. You'll you'll figure it out real quick. <laughs> it's like the ghost of a thousand burritos. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. which also sounded like some real low rent Sylvia Plath send off too. <laughs> I won't work because you got to close the door to get it started. I can't even kill myself. How am I supposed to be a poet? Oh, what's the um, what's the weirdest interaction you've ever had after a show from an audience member or a fan? Like that that's got to be towards the top. So I had to, to I had one guy who I met again, and he kind of was like laughing about it. But he was like in a suit at this bar I was playing at, and he, he's like, "I'm sorry, Mister Shaw, to go to a funeral for my friend who was murdered." I was like, "Oh, sorry, man." And then we're kind of at the bar drinking. He's like, "You know what? I want to give you something." And he gave me a knife. And he, as he gives me the knife, he's like, "It's always good to have another set of prints on a, on a weapon." I was like, huh. "I'm gonna wipe this off and put it down the sewer." And he's yeah. like, "Well, give it back then. It's a good knife." <laughs> Because I didn't know if he was like kidding around, but he's already. It's a weird thing to say. And then I met him the next time I played there, and he was like just a dude in a Hawaiian shirt, and he was putting vodka in. He had one of those white claw. That's like it's like a it's like a a, a fucking Lacroix, but boozy. Uh huh. And it's already like six percent a can, and he was spiking it with vodka. Huh. So he was just as faded again. But this guy could have just been filled with stories. But Hmm. I'm trying to think. There's. There's plenty of interactions. Dave Ross and I were playing in Mobile, Alabama once, and this, they're like, you want to go to Scary Pier? Like, oh, yeah, Scary Pier. Sure, it's like it's in the middle of the night, and we'll just be surrounded by alligators on this pier, but it'll be cool as long as we're on the pier. I'm like, yeah, we'll go do this. And the water was all receded. The pier was just over ground, and then it was just one girl trying to put Coke up her butt. Coca-Cola? I mean... Honestly, anything she, up she, your butt. She's trying to butt chug cocaine? Yeah. How do you do that? Just put it on your finger and then cram oh. it in your butt. And oh, that's no. why and that's when I was like you could just do that another way. Mm-hmm. Like that why that way? Or at home alone. <laughs> yeah, like just watching like <laughs> unless unless it was like a masterful move of like all right, well I got to be polite and offer it around. Everybody's going to be like no way. Huh. <laughs> 
No way do I want your... <laughs> Granted, nobody knows how I got smuggled in the country in the first place. It's probably like the third time that Coke's been in a butt. <laughs> and just, this is the last time, as you know, instead of its final destination. Yeah. Well, what, about, what about you? Uh, it's some weird... Nothing just real blatant, but a lot of just, you know, double speak, a lot of suggestion, a lot of like, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. I mean, I told you the story about the time I was at... It's a couple's house, and the cat was the lady was sitting right next to me, and the cat was sitting on my lap, and the dude was sitting in a chair, just kind of like his mm-hmm. like his jack chair. I don't know, but just kind of <laughs> just kind of we're all smoking pot, and oh. the wife sitting next to me, and he's sitting in the chair, and then the cat's in my lap, and then she's sitting right next to me, and she just keeps stroking this cat <laughs> like for ten minutes. Like real seductively stroking this cat. The cat happens to be sitting right on my crotch. <laughs> like she's trying to pet through the cat. Yeah, yeah. I and know these. I know these people. After about ten minutes, I was like, I almost like right before she stopped, I almost was at the point like, Hey, what's going on? This is weird. And he's just <laughs> leering like, Yeah, we do this a lot. Yeah, make a move. Okay, okay. Pick up the gun. Go, <laughs> go ahead and get rid of the cat. <laughs> and it was just like, ugh. Well, I've, heard I've heard some stories. I've heard some stories down that. Yeah, I ain't the only one. With the, with the <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> ugh. <A> little help. <laughs> I don't know. Anything scary happen? Ugh. <sighs> Did you watch? Did we talk about abducted in plain sight last time? No, I don't think you had finished it. Oh, I did. No, yeah. So we haven't talked about that. That's but you saw it. Yes, I'm the one that told you to watch it. Fuck that fucking family. Is that the dumbest fucking family? They should. The the parents should be in jail for for neglect. All right. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so just you know, just unbelievable. Click forward. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. As bad as like. The creep that was uh, pre- predating upon, praying, praying upon, uh-huh. predating, you know, <laughs> being a predator on the chick. Uh, what do you, what's the verb? Uh, the family should be in prison too. Yeah. yeah. For the fact that they were just trying to save their own face and that, or just, or just, yeah, just, are you that dumb yeah. or naive? That's that's on the same that's on the same level as not knowing to feed your kid yeah. vitamins or you know like food with vitamins in it. like the vegan family whose kid almost died because they were going on their own they ignored their doctor like no we'll just feed our kid this weird strained down vegan diet and that's not a slight against vegan like they mm-hmm. but they did some weird bullshit hippie thing to for a kid and didn't like the kid almost died mm-hmm. the way these parents handled. What was going on with their daughter? Like, I put it on par with that. Like, you put your kid in danger from your own stupidity. Well, it's my theory. Are you an idiot or are you an asshole? Which one? Yeah. Because yeah. it's one or the other. You tell me. Either you're a fucking idiot and you can't be trusted with, yeah. any, with a well, kid. Well, that's some of it. Cause or, or you're complicit. You knew what was going on. Even the I want to meet how charming this guy was. Yeah, he must have been a charming motherfucker. Got a HJ out of the dad. The dad who's just like like... Like somebody hit him up for twenty bucks when he didn't quite have it. Like, hey, okay, you know, I just gotta get rid of this bone. I mean, fucking do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just 
casually. What what's going on with the Latter Day Saints? Like I heard that they'll shovel your driveway when it snows out, mm-hmm. and that's very friendly. But I didn't know when to like. How am I gonna get rid of this hard on? <laughs> hey neighbor. Hey fella. Oh my god! Can you spare a five? It's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, and the way he painted that picture is just like you know, he parked the car and he had an erection, and it's like, hey, you I know, serviced my wife. him. I serviced. I, I serviced this man. <laughs> I was like, you fucking that's idiot! The most Mormon thing. Yeah. The most conflicting Mormon thing you yeah. can do is that's how neighborly you are. I got. Uh, I got a. And how uh, awful must have that handjob been? Want to help me get this tree stump out of my yard? <laughs> Just a reluctant. Yeah, true. Yeah, how fucking man grip HJ? Yeah, calluses. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> let me get a let me get a, a handjob out of a grown man who's only touched his own dick. Ugh. And a cross. And a cross. Yeah. You never like you never put yourself in the position of thinking about that. You know your angle. Yeah. So odds are the 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 the, the jobber would have had to use his left hand. That's probably not a strong hand. The jobber. The yeah. Em- yeah. Who's the, the who's the employer and who's the, the employee? The jobby and the jobber. So the employer is the one given. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, they're the one doing the work. They'd be the employee. The boss yeah, is the so. one with his hands behind his head going, yeah. "Get to work." But he was in the passenger seat, so he probably, you know, used his left hand. That can't be good. <laughs> that dog just barked. <laughs> oh, fucking Renny. But yeah. So anyway, so you want you want to give the brief broad strokes of, of the, the of, of the, the show? Yeah. So there's a, there's these two families. Sorry if you hear a dog. Yeah. But when was this set? This is in the early to mid '70s, something like that. I think '70s. Yeah. yeah. So it's two families. Are they? They're in Utah. They're both LDS? Neighbors, yeah. Neighbors, Latter-day Saints, and then... And then the one father is just enamored with the other family. Yeah, the family had, yeah this family had three daughters. And the dad from this... The dad from the other family, it was just like, oh, this... No, I, yeah, it was just all about this... I forget how old she was. But she was young. 10, 11, 12, something like that. But yeah, it was just all about it. And... uh and like would come up with these excuses, but this family—that's the thing. Like this guy's a predator. This guy is the enemy, mm-hmm. beyond a doubt. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this guy was coming over and be like, "Oh," and like the two girls shared a room in the basement. Like when you want some privacy, yeah. I'll build a wall for you guys. Yeah. The neighbor built a wall yeah. to separate the girls' bedroom, and the yeah. parents are like, "Sure, what a nice guy. Yeah. Thanks for building this wall, so you could. Oh, you just want to hang out." With my daughter all the time. One daughter. One of my daughters. Mm-hmm. You, a grown man, want mm-hmm. to choose one of my daughters mm-hmm. to hang out with. And then uh, they, the, the first kidnaps her once mm-hmm. and takes her to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Tries to marry her. Tries to marry her in Mexico because mm-hmm. it was like fifth, she was 15 or something. Oh, she's younger than that. Oh, I thought like the legal age was 15 or whatever. What, but, she's younger than that. But kidnaps her and takes her in an RV to Mexico. Yeah. And the parents find her. And then what if – so she flies back. She I, – I don't remember all the details. It's been about a month since I've seen it. But after that, everybody comes back. Yeah. Dude comes back. Hey, let's all try to be understanding, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, there's some... The guy's married, too. The, the, yeah. the, the kidnapper's married. And with his own kids, too. Yeah. 
And I think he gets something. Shit, he gets, you know, probation or a plea deal or something. But point being, everybody yeah. knows this has already happened. So cut yeah. to moving forward. Now, part but, of his therapy. But first off, they're like going to press charges. And uh-huh. you have a detective who's like, all right, great. Here we go. Yeah. Here's everything. And then kidnapper is like, oh, I don't think you should press charge. No, was that when he told him not to do it because he had the HJ and was going to blackmail him? Yes, yes. And had he already seduced the wife, too? I don't remember. I, I'm i not sure the exact timeline. Because at, at some point, he got an HJ out of the dad uh-huh. and then also seduced the mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you are fucking weak people. Yeah. You are weak. And I don't care how much forgiveness your religion allows. Mm-hmm. You should be strong enough to not fall for this shit in the first place. Yeah. Forget about the 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 lengths, you know, the capacity for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. What about the capacity for getting your head out of your ass yeah. and not being a fucking louse? So after all this has happened, the first whatever, ever, all cards are on the table. Everybody knows that this yeah. guy's a fucking perv. He tried to steal the daughter. Did, did. H.J. the dad did God knows what to the mom. So now... Part of his therapy is four nights a week, he would go down, he would visit their house. Told the parents this. Told the parents, part of my therapy. This is what I need. Yeah. I I need y'all to help me out with this. I gotta go sleep in your daughter's bed. I gotta go lay down in your daughter's bed for like an hour at a time. I kidnapped once. Yeah. About four nights a week, I think is what they said. And then they even were like, well, we didn't think it was a good idea, but it was part of his therapy. Even at that point, if it was less about them being forgiven, but more about, well, he was going to blackmail us, you still put your own reputation Mm -hmm. ahead of the safety of your child. Yeah. Yeah. They suck. Yeah. And that that little Mm -hmm. girl, bless her heart, like. She seemed pretty well adjusted in that dock as a, yeah, as, a, as a woman. Yeah, like she no telling how much therapy or whatever she had to go through, but she seemed you know because then he kidnapped her again. Yeah, yeah, and then we're leaving out the whole his story, his angle that he convinced her, the predator story, how he got, oh, how he lured, lured the little girl. Oh yeah, he would like uh, he would drug her and mm-hmm. then play tapes that were allegedly from aliens saying she was part of a mission. Yeah. And the mission was that she had to marry the guy. And then I don't know what the ultimate goal of that was. but And I'm speaking out of school here because I, I don't know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, that should be the name of the show. But the aliens he was talking about, I think they were somehow affiliated with that religion. Do the Mormons – are there aliens involved in the origin story of the Mormons? Or the LDS? No, you know what? I read that under the banner of heaven, and the best I get, they say it's uh, much like jazz. It's a uniquely American huh. creation. Hmm. Uh, it was like Joseph Smith, mm-hmm. who was uh, just running all over, trying to marry as many wives as he could. Yeah, uh, finally settled in Utah, and I don't know, like found a bunch of plates that were buried. And the plates had all the wisdoms. It was kind of like huh. the kind of like what the <clears throat> tablets were. Yeah, so was, who had those? Moses. Moses. Yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, they don't have it, but I guess there's like all different kinds of heavens you can go to. It's a real heaven buffet. <laughs> so really, yeah. There's not one heaven. There's like huh. a bunch of them you can go to. I don't know why I thought there were aliens involved in that. Maybe I'm thinking of Scientology. I don't know. Uh, I mean, but yeah, so, he convinced um, her, the the little girl, that 
these two aliens have contacted me and something about we, we've got to have a child together. we got to. Oh, and then some of the details. And she was totally brainwashed. She was also this whole time fighting her parents. Yeah, yeah. And some of the details. Like, I've seen spoiled kids, but never spoiled enough, like, whatever, I love them. All right, yeah. we'll let you kidnap her again. Oh, man. Oh, and then some of the phone calls. They would have the audio tapes of the phone calls of, of the, the perp mm-hmm. calling back to the household and speaking to the mom and speaking to the dad. Yeah. There was one where he's talking to the mom. He's like, well, I sure do miss her, and I love her, and... You know, you tell her, I'm yeah. thinking about her, and one day we're going to be together. And the mom's just like, oh, okay. Well, he killed himself right after he got convicted, finally. Yeah. <laughs> right, years later. Yeah. Now, the, the one that got me more, the only one that got me more pissed off was Dear Zachary. I don't know that one. It'll ruin your day. Really? Yeah. What's it about? Uh, You know, another couple where this guy was kind of an aw shucks kind of putz, and... Mm-hmm. Fell for some lady that was real controlling, and they had a kid, and it was a custody battle over this kid. And, uh, yeah. Wow. And then it takes a hard left turn. Mm. And you're watching it like, oh, well, I need to watch Too Cute. I need to watch a day of Too Cute to wash this out of my mind. Did you, and I'll ask this question carefully. uh, All right. (laughs) I'm not asking you if you were... A victim of anything like that as a kid, but when you were a kid, did you have any in your peripheral? Did you hear of any stories of so and so's dad or so and so's uncle? Did you have any experience with that? No, I mean I grew up Catholic, and I guess this is what I just found out. <clears throat> so we had one priest at our church that the whole rumor was that he had AIDS. He's a very gaunt, <clears throat> sickly looking fella, mm-hmm. but it was also the eighties when the AIDS thing was going on, <clears throat> and then he was gone. And then I was talking to my, my buddy Bob. I guess he was at their church first. He was over to mine. And he's like, oh, yeah, they found out he had a sex dungeon in the city that he was luring kids oh, down to. No. <clears throat> yeah, which I didn't hear that story <clears throat> about it. But, again, I would like to read a newspaper article with that guy's name and where he was to, to confirm mm-hmm. as opposed to a church is, you know, you know, a haven for gossip like anywhere else of a close-knit community. So where do we have uh, – no, I remember hanging out with this kid down the street from my house, and then his older sister started accusing the stepdad of shit, and then the mm. family got all broken up. And so that was weird. I didn't know. I remember my parents getting real pissed one time. Like, my sister and I would play by this at this park, like, a block away from our house. Mm-hmm. There was, like, some guy there reading a book on a bench, and we were just little kids, and he was, like... We'd like run by and laugh, and you know he'd laugh and just, oh, fun guy. All right, oh, it's an adult, but he's playing around. He's running. He would like pick us up and put us in the garbage can, like joking around and stuff. Mm-mm. And then we came home being like, yeah, this guy was fun. He would pick us up and put us in the garbage can and be silly. And they were just like, what? And then my dad went and took a walk down to see who was hanging out at the park, and Did he? I never saw that guy there ever again. Good for him. Yeah. So, but in my head, I'm like, no, this guy's just fun. Like, yeah. as a little kid, like, oh, this guy's just playing with us. He's, like, an adult, but he's playing with us. Yeah. I had a similar thing. Uh, when I was about, I would say I was probably seven or eight, uh, we lived in this little neighborhood where we had just tons of kids around. I, was, yeah. I, I may have mentioned I must say, too, incredibly fortunate that you hear all the stories yeah. of what comes out about yeah. stuff. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Just as a kid growing up anywhere, mm-hmm. did I manage to avoid the perils yeah. of what kind of evil can exist out mm-hmm. 
I was probably seven or eight. I lived in this neighborhood, tons of kids around. I was very lucky. I grew up in this neighborhood where just at any given day, I could have five, six, seven idiot Mm -hmm. kids like me to play around with. So, and we lived in a cul-de-sac and we'd, all the kids would play in this cul-de-sac. We'd play soccer and baseball and, you know, punch each other and stuff and have a good time. But we had this uh, garbage man that would come around once or twice a week in a big, like Sanford and Son style. Uh, homemade side bodies, yeah. modified shitty pickup truck, and he'd pick up all the gar- garbage. And he was probably 55, 60 years old, and he was real friendly. And he mm. always had a couple of like really young boy helpers, like older than us, but still very young. I was yeah. seven, eight, nine, 13, 14 year old boys hanging off the back of the truck that yeah. would help him and stuff. But he would always, every uh, probably twice a week, I guess he'd come, but every time he would take like five or 10 minutes out of his, his work day. And just hang out with the kids. And he'd give us old junk. Oh, here's an old bicycle tire. And he'd talk yeah. to us. And he'd kick the soccer ball around. And it's like a 55, 60-year-old man. Yeah. And uh, we just thought, oh, man, I forgot yeah. whatever his name is. Nicest guy. And uh, my dad one day was looking out the window. And he told my mom, he goes, something ain't right here. What's this old man doing talking to all these yeah. kids? And like and then like the next day, he had a talk with us. Like, hey, I know you all like Mr. Smith or whatever his name is. But don't. Don't talk to him too much. You know, yeah. you don't have to go running into the house every time he comes by, but don't get in his truck. Don't do anything. And we didn't understand. Like, what's mm. your problem, Dad? He's a nice guy. Sure enough, like a month later, front page of the local paper. Local, really? local garbage man indicted on multiple counts of, uh, really? of, of pedophilia. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing talking? To- Leave kids alone. But. Like on the defense of that, like I had an older neighbor that was fine, and he'd be like, "I'm going to Dog and Sudge, which is like the drive-in kind of like a Sonic Burger, mm-hmm. but independently owned." My parents like, "Yeah, go check the Dog and Suds," and it was just, it was Chuck, and well, there was nothing been vetted was, by your parents. That's yeah, it was fine. a neighbor, and there was nothing there. Like, but anytime you see an adult, like like the adult who coaches little league but doesn't have a kid, what's he doing? But they're the what about teachers? Well, that's different. That's a profession. They're earning a living. But when you're volunteering your time to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go coach little league soccer," because I mean, I I don't want to think entirely negative about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, well, better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry, of course, and precautionary thing. But but I still think there are people like you know, you know, like maybe you know what? I can't have kids. I don't you know, I don't want kids or anything. If I'm in a situation where there's a lot of kids, and it's either you know. Be annoyed at it, or like, all right, what? All the kids are playing a game. All right, let's play the game, kids. Not like I'm alone at a park by yeah. myself, but like we're at a party and everybody's kids are there. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. All right, I'm gonna have fun. Yeah. With it. The kids are cool. I'm gonna hang out and have a good time. But you, you know, I. Yeah, it, my dad always felt that way about Mister Rogers. Really? He didn't oh, have he didn't have kids. That's right? exactly what I'm talking about. And that was my dad. Like, ah, there's something mm-hmm. something weird about this guy. Which all the documentaries that he's just the most yeah. wholesome guy that wanted the best for everybody. That's how I want to think about people. Yeah. But my yeah. dad was like, "Look, this guy's weird." I mean, you have to question people. He doesn't want. He doesn't have kids, but he makes a kids show. And he's yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Get I'm it, up, yeah, but man, so fortunate that I avoided that. <clears throat> I think that was like. I don't know. I don't know why I avoid. You know. I was never I was never an altar boy, so I didn't hear anything about my church being involved with any of that stuff. Um, 
or if it went down with any of my friends, like they, you know, it was nobody talked about. It. You're embarrassed, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Anyway, you want to be silly? <laughs> be silly about talking about lost childhoods, lost, lost innocence. Not us. This is why we get to talk about Bigfoot. Yeah, because <laughs> the emotional trauma skipped over us. Yep, and we're, we're the, the rare lucky few. <laughs> I'm fine. Ghosts are real. I like riding bikes. Let's go tell jokes. <laughs> you seen any good movies lately? No. You watch anything? No. No. <laughs> 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 well, I thought you were setting me up. Like, did I mention that I saw a movie? No, no. I'm just, just making Do we have a topic this week? I got a topic. I'm leading we're into it. We're 40 minutes in. I watched a movie. I watched a movie last we're night. We're going two-parter on this one. We'll tell you the topic, and that'll be oh, next week's episode. Yeah. Are we really 40 minutes in? Yeah, man. We've been bullshitting for a minute. Really? Okay. Man, time flies when there's we're, Jack Daniels. We have talked about nothing. I've talked about this. I've seen this movie before, and I talked about it when I saw it, but I watched it again last night. So you're going to talk about a movie that you already talked about because uh-huh. you watched it again. Y'all listen up. We're going to rehash it. You ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of which, what was his buddy's name? Cameron. Cameron, and what's the actor's name? Anthony somebody? Uh, I forget his name. Saw him in Los Feliz two days ago. Oh, really? Yep, right there at my uh, my old Chinese spot, right there at Los Feliz. Or at, uh, he was eating at the Chinese place? Hillhurst and uh, Franklin. He was, I didn't see him eating there, but he was walking right in, right in front of there on oh, the okay. sidewalk. And I was cross, like, don't tell me. Now. I hope yeah. he's doing better. Crossed than right in front of me, and I was like, "Where? Do, oh, shit, that's, that's Cameron. Yeah, he's been in a few things. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He was in something recently where he played... I think he played a pedophile. Hmm. Anyway, uh, watching a movie last night, movie I've already seen, but it made me want to get back uh, and revisit this topic. I watched uh, Ex Machina. Have you seen that? No. Dude, you need to see that. Damn good movie. Is that... Uh... Ex Machina. It looks like Ex Machina, but I think... The no, I know what it is. I know. Um, one of my favorite actors, uh, Oscar Isaac. I like that dude. He was in uh, Inside Lewin Davis. You see that Coen Brothers movie? I did. Yeah, he was the main character in that. Oh, was he? And I always thought before I really knew who Oscar Isaac was, I would see that guy in roles and think that he was this other actor, mm-hmm. um, this like character actor who was like a teenager. You ever see uh, Slums of Beverly Hills? I know exactly what you're talking about. I know the, the, the middle aged brother, the middle brother. Yeah, yeah. I was Oscar thought, Isaac is like, oh, that guy cleaned up. Yeah, that's like, like the, slimmed down. The good looking good. version of that dude. Yeah, no offense to that guy. <laughs> yeah, but I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, and that about. guy yeah. still pops up in a lot of stuff. But yeah. that's I, I when I first started watching Oscar Isaac, I'm like, is that the guy from mm-hmm. Slums of Beverly Hills? But anyway, Oscar Isaac, Ex Machina. Uh, Oscar Isaac plays kind of like a Elon Musk type. Well, he uh, his character. Uh, invented and created Blue Book, which was the fictitious version of Google, basically. The okay. world, world, he invented the world's largest search engine. And I don't know, they don't say where this is set, but it may be Vancouver or something, but just mm-hmm. lives like on just hundreds and hundreds of acres. Like it looks like the Pacific Northwest, just these mountains and all this greenery. Okay. Just this huge estate. And it's, uh, his house is like super high tech. Mm. Just, just imagine what Elon Musk house must. Every be Every time like. I hear about a high tech house, it's always like, oh, shit's gonna go wrong. Yeah, 
and it's his house slash research facility. Half of it's subterranean. Oh no! Anyway, he has uh, he owns like I said he owns this huge company. So he has some contest where like all the people that work for his company, he's looking for like the next brightest star uh, coder, like the best tech guy. Mm. And this this other guy, this blonde headed guy, wins this award. He gets to go spend a week with this yeah. dude alone at his house slash research facility. I never talked about this movie to me. Oh really? I thought I had. But basically, the guy has invented a robot. And I forgot what – it's a female robot. I forgot what the character's name was. It's but a sexy it, robot? It's pretty cute, yeah. And Who's making ugly robots? Exactly. You're going all the way to make a robot. You're making ugly <laughs> robots. Maybe it, that's your safety defense. I don't want nobody trying to fuck my robot, all right? This robot performs tasks yeah. that aren't fucking. Yeah. But it's, I, I won't spoil it for you from there. But like, what if you find out that some of these sex robots are actually good at other things? Like we got to put uglier faces on them. Because otherwise, people are just going to try and fuck them, and then they won't be able to fix the the cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get to some of those. Uh, I got I got got some updates on some robots. Anyway, it's about a robot. There's some twists and turns. I won't spoil it, but it's a great movie. You should watch it. Okay. And, uh, it just the concept of robots and the singularity. And yeah. we've talked about this before as a topic, but this is uh, I think it's our first topic that we're going to revisit. So it's been a couple of years. I mean, we've rehashed bullshit <laughs> for a long time. But I wanted to just kind of delve back into that. I'm just so uh, intrigued by the concept of robots. Delve away. We've talked about the singularity. And to give you a refresher, the singularity, uh, the Oxford Dictionary uh, definition, is a hypothetical moment in time when artificial intelligence and other technologies have become so advanced that humanity undergoes a dramatic and irreversible change. So a very daunting concept. Yeah. So basically, you know, in layman's terms, like when when the robots take over. Uh, that's so, ooh, and that's, that's a scary, scary thought. And recently, uh, about a year and a half ago, three hundred and fifty two different AI experts uh, they published a report in the twenty fifteen NIPS and ICML conference. Oh, yeah. They were surveyed, and based on the survey re- results, experts estimate that there's a 50% chance that um, they, they also use the term AGI, artificial, artificial general intelligence. That's basically another term for singularity. Mm-hmm. They say AGI will occur uh, in 2060. And However, there is a difference uh, of opinion based on geography. Uh, Asian respondents expect singularity to happen in 30 years. Whereas North American, Asians gonna try <laughs> the North Americans uh, surveyed expect it to be in seventy four years. What did you send me about Japan? Lifelike cat oh, pet costumes, dude. That's not even robotics. That's just weird. That's creepy. All right. There's a company that will make a a a a mask, a realistic life size mask for you to wear, the human that uh, resembles your your own cat. Listen, we can safely say Japan does weirder shit on the whole. Yeah. Why is than that? Than everyone else. Is it because they're more advanced? Because they're smarter? They're ahead uh, of the curve? Yeah. Are they operating at a at an advanced level and that's the pleasures or um, what, would you, what would you call them? Uh, eccentricities? Mm-hmm. Of a culture that's far past it, or is it, or is that the example of what not to do? They're saying they 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 sell more adult diapers than baby diapers. Why? 
when I first heard that, I was confused too. I'm like, oh, they're getting into shit play. Video games? Uh, no, that nobody's having kids. <clears throat> Their population is aging, but they're not replenishing it. Oh, they're still. For, I know. For old I, when people. I first heard that fact too, I thought they were just like, oh, now Japan is into shit stuff, and that's why they wear diapers. But no, it's because their their population is aging, but they're not having kids. And I like is that you're talking about the singularity? What happens when this is what we did talk about before? But what happens when you can get every uh, every one of your pleasure zones satisfied from sitting in a chair through VR and you can deliver me food? Fuck, you can feed me intravenously, but you, I can virtual virtual taste whatever food I want to have, mm. but yet you'll give me the nutrients and vitamins I need, but you can give me the flavor of what I want. I'm going to have sex with a VR thing, you know, you know, there's your fuck robot right there. Like what happens when you don't have to leave your house for anything? Yeah. Yeah. We have talked about that before and that could lead us in. We don't have time to get into it today, but that kind of falls under the umbrella of Got all the time in the world of the living in a simulation. I still have to get my head around that one. We're going to have to dig into that one soon. But like, what if we're living in a simulation, and then whoever is controlling us with that in that simulation? What if we're their video game? They're just sitting in the chair, shitting in their diapers, eating their delivery food. Well, I just read about a new. I, I like that Ryan Reynolds fella. Mm-hmm. I think he does a lot. Makes a good choice. He's a handsome stuff. dude. He's a handsome guy. Uh-huh. Funny. Got yeah, timing. Yeah, he's got some chops. Uh, but I heard he's he just signed on for some movie where he finds out, like he's like just works in a bank, but he finds out he's like one of the inconsequential characters of a video game, huh? And so I'm, I don't know if it's based on a book or whatever, but like the the idea that like you're playing a video game, you're the main character, and you're gunfights and all this stuff, but you just see somebody in the town as you go through it, and he finds out he's that character in a game. Wow! And I was like, all right, interested to see how that's executed. Hmm. But what if that? I mean. And again, like, what if that's what drives people bonk? That's what everybody's scared about. Like, oh, these video games are going to make people violent. Mm-hmm. It's going to give people all this. Like, that's, I think it's a stupid thing to say. But has there been any studies on that? Is there any any legitimacy to that? I just I read another thing. I, probably on Reddit somewhere. But then the same. Like, yeah, there's no link to violent behavior in video games. Really? It's like anything else. Mm-hmm. How many people are out there fucking throwing touchdowns because they watch football all the time? Yeah. No, they just watch football. You yeah. could observe it and, and make a disconnect between video games or or what, that, even that shit. That's real people doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's watching action movies all the time. And now I take that back. It's like jumping building to building. It's like, well, I watch these parkour videos. I'm like, yeah, maybe they've seen too many well, Jason well, Bournes. When I was a kid, I was influenced by them. I'd watch those action movies and I'd, I'd start <laughs> training. I was always training to save the day. What did you? What did you do? To train? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of shadow boxing. You're shadow boxing right now. A lot of kung fu. Really? Yeah, I was kung always fu? training. Self disciplined. Yeah, was, your own school. I was always training, man. Dave's Dave's fu. Yeah, because I thought <laughs> that like by some chance there was just like I just visioned like a couple of states away, just a warehouse full of like generic bad guys that knew about me. Like there is a boy. In Woodstock, Georgia, who eats a lot of candy? When oh, we must take him out. When, but when those move, when uh, remember Ruskies? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Remember the idea that like Russians were always going to come on American soil? Dude, first time I saw fucking Red Dawn, Red Dawn, I was like, I'm not prepared at all. I got a lot more training to do. Red Dawn got me good and yeah. scared. I would dig holes all the time. I'd bury shit in my backyard in case. <laughs> Seriously, one time I took all the all the condiments out of my parents' fridge. <laughs> I put it in an igloo cooler and I buried it in the backyard. What? Give me. The scenario mm-hmm. that you would need condiments but not food. I thought maybe in the event of global catastrophe, mustard and ketchup might be used as currency. I don't know. <laughs> the, the food's gone. We're going to have to eat our dog, but don't worry. Dave, Dave hid some relish in the bushes. Got some ketchup. <laughs> Got some mayo. Yeah, I did. I did that more than once. We got we to we eat what's in the fish tank. Uh-huh. But thank God, Dave put some A1. Yeah. Dave hit some A1. Quick, under, give me a shovel. Under the flagstones out back. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I was prepared, dude. Were you a fat kid? Uh, no. <laughs> I was chubby, but I... Yeah. I'm sorry to laugh. Oh, no, man. that's fine. Oh, there's little fat Dave. Yeah, little, little chubby Dave. <laughs> little fat Dave bearing some Smuckers Brothers in oh, the yeah. yard. I built forts. <laughs> Forts are normal. No, but like knowing, no, with the purpose Fully of like, refrigerated. I'm going to live here. Yeah. Full refrigeration. I planted a bunch of apple seeds trying to grow an apple tree. That's, I was like, that no, takes care of my dinner. I agree with all this. Mm-hmm. I'm still hung up on the condiments. Mm-hmm. No food. No, just condiments. Well, because I thought they'd last longer. Did your parents ever ask? Oh, nah, they just, they just let There's them. There's the go. Dave buried them, all our condiments let again. Let him do his thing. I put them in a, in a cooler so that they the condiments themselves wouldn't get dirty. So you buried their cooler uh-huh. and all their f- fixings. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't say, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, why like not? that's normal. Yeah, that's what you do, right? No. I'm, no? Forts, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> forts, you bet your ass. Forts. Uh-huh. Understood that. Yeah. Hiding even, hiding like a star crunch or something. Uh-huh. Like a snack. Yeah. You betcha. Yeah. Never just the toppings. Mm-hmm. I think my logic was like <laughs> this is what I'm getting at. And what was your logic? I keep it in there for like a few days or a week, and then I knew like all right when I when I knew it was safe, <laughs> false alarm, guys. When I knew it was a false alarm, uh, that the economists wouldn't spoil, so I could I could take them, I could unearth them cool. and put them back into the refrigerator. We're going we're going back down to Code Orange. Who needs mayo? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Constantly digging holes, constantly practicing really bad kung fu. Did you yeah. ever? They had like this whole series of spy toys huh. that me and my sister got into. Like that, you could hear. Like we were just peeping toms with <laughs> with accessories. <laughs> That's it. My parents got us all this shit. Like we had walkie talkies. Uh-huh. We had the like the dish with the microphone in it that yeah. didn't work great. Yeah. But that's we would just sit out in front of people's houses at night, mm-hmm. li- like just like we're spies. Yeah, what are we spying on? Strangers. We were just peeping toms. Yeah. We were did, ch- did you ever have binoculars? Oh, had all yeah. the stuff. Yeah. And, like had the neighbors would have to repeatedly like, could you please tell your kids to not? Because <laughs> our neighbors had like there was one there was one big house in our neighborhood. Uh-huh. I don't think the house was necessarily that big, but it was on a hill, and they had like boulders that like led up to their patio. Uh-huh. Which I drive by now, and it's maybe eight feet tall. But as a kid, you think you're rock climbing. You yeah. think you're Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible <laughs> climbing Half Dome and shit. And we had all – we would just be there just every night, like, getting – we're doing surveillance. 
That's awesome. Uh, I remember playing with with a laser tag just on private properties, not our private properties. Uh, like I remember getting shot by one dude. He was up above me straddling two garages of just strangers' houses. Like think about how much people get shot nowadays. Oh, yeah. And we were running around properties just laser tagging. Oh, man. Having a blast. Oh, we had a good, we had a good area to be a child. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, I was, I was real lucky. I'm apologizing for clam. We got a new Sorry. setup right now. But yeah, I was always suspicious of people. I was suspicious of strangers. I remember first time I ever went to a Braves game. I was like five or six, and uh, for some reason, you know, it was like first- no. I just need one plain hot dog. I buried all the stuff out behind third base. I'll be right back. <laughs> my dad took me and my brother to a Braves game in like 1983 uh, when they were terrible. And it was one of the first times I remember the concept of like, oh, we're going into the city. Yeah, yeah. Going to big city. And I don't, I don't think my parents were paranoid. They didn't, you know, yeah. indoctrinate me with, you know, fears of the big city. But I guess watching TV and all my training led me to be suspicious. Oh, city, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of X factors. <laughs> and the night before, I took my at five years old. I didn't carry a wallet very often, but uh, <laughs> but I had a wallet Just filled with American cheese slices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Got anybody got some bread? I got the sandwich made. It's just in my wallet. <laughs> but because tomorrow I was going down to the big city to watch the ball game. I got my wallet and I took a bag. I took a little notebook, a little little bitty spiral notepad, you know, a little three by four, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would, I, I took about fifty sheets of that, and on each sheet I wrote, "Nice try, jerk," <laughs> and I wrote that like fifty <laughs> times. And I took all fifty sheets and crammed them into my wallet. So if somebody stole my wallet, get a load of this kid's right ass cheek. He's jokes. got a grip. Yeah, jokes on you, thief. Yeah, on fifty different pieces of paper, I wrote, "Nice try, you, jerk." You thought a guy with a black and white striped shirt and just a bandana with the eyes cut out was going to jump out of an alley? Uh-huh. You thought the fucking hamburger was going to rob the dude? Me. The cookie crisp bandito was yeah. coming after you. I was just convinced. Well, we're going. City, I'm probably gonna get pickpocketed. So, here you go. I love if you did get robbed and mm-hmm. the guy opened the wallet in front of you was like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, I never rob kids. Yeah, I was wanting to get robbed. Just <laughs> boy, did you I were have a this. maniac from day one. Oh, I was crazy from day one. You were a fucking lunatic. Just a little, just a little maniac, man. <laughs> a little problem solver. She's got a shirt that says, I got a sweet tush. Try me. <laughs> Come get a piece. <laughs> yeah, I was ready, man. It's ready. You ain't going to pull that shit on me. Little five-year-old Dave's going to outsmart you with his wallet full of nothing. <laughs> nice try, jerk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the title of your life. <laughs> That's the title of your whole existence. Uh. Got to be prepared, man. <laughs> that's even another, that's even a better name for this podcast. You come up with two better names for this podcast already. <laughs> this has been nice try, jerk, with oh. Kyle and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was a weird little kid, man. I was obsessed with wrestling. Uh, I loved wrestling back then, and uh, my brother was a couple years older than me, still is. And uh, he, <laughs> hung uh, on to it, hung yeah. on to the lead. Yeah, yeah. And 
he didn't want nothing to do with it, and uh, so I would always force him to wrestle. And I would get the wrestling magazines, and I would lay them out. And my whole childhood was spent trying to perfect and master the art of the figure four leg lock. And I never could quite figure it out, but I would get the magazines, I'd lay them out. <laughs> because it took full participation of your opponent <laughs> yeah. to make it work. And I was like, my brother, like, give me your legs, come here. And he's like, no. And I'd like punch him and drag him into the yeah. center of the living room and I'd try to get him in the leg lock. And it's like, hold on, give me your left leg. Okay, now I gotta spin this way. Now bend your right knee. And I just never could figure it out. Do you remember like when you first started listening to comedy and you didn't know what hack comedy was? So the first time you heard the bit, like the bit about like, I took, you know, I'm black belt in Taekwondo, so I'll kick your ass as long as you stand perpendicular yeah. to me and hold your right arm Punch out. me with your left arm. <laughs> yeah, but the first time I heard that bit, I'm like, this guy's the best. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy's a li-. And then you hear, like, oh, this is what hack comedy is. Yeah. But that's where you have to, like, let an audience have that. Like, they don't know what hack comedy is. Yeah. It's the first time somebody might be seeing a joke, and it's pretty magical. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that is, like, amazing Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Didn't he die? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I'd still well, I still I I still want to see like his half hour comedy central uh-huh. special like from the early 90s yeah. where he's like here you go I'll, I'll make a bird appear and put like a handkerchief over his hand and pull it off it was just his middle finger That's <laughs> 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 like as like that was, that was the greatest thing I could ever see that was like the greatest bit yeah. of, like and it wasn't magic but you thought it was going to be magic yeah. but it's still a bird I'm like this guy needs to be on Mount Rushmore <laughs> good for him <laughs> Well, Ugh. hey, we didn't Should even... Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's you, just talk wanna, about this on the next episode. We'll save it for next week? You know, which we'll record in a week or in <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> well, no, I do have a bunch of uh, uh, fun and new information about the robots and the singularity, so... Well, let's talk about robots yes, next. Yes, we'll hang on to it. Or um, we keep talking and do a half-assed chop it up. Nah, let's just... All right, you, look, you know what's going to happen. Everybody listening knows what's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to pick up next week. You know, on this cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Concept, just a real dipshit cliffhanger uh, where there's absolutely no buildup. Let's do a comic of the week. Comic of well the week. Well-deserved comic of the week. We were talking about this uh, lady, uh, I think, on our Q&A bonus episode on the last one. Uh, were we somebody, talking about the whole Canadian No, XM somebody just thing? asked us what are some comics that you know oh, that yeah. you guys are into that may not be household names yet. Um, but yeah, I've done multiple shows with this gal. I'm sure you have too. Uh, I guess based out of right here in L.A. I don't know where she's originally she's from. She's from Toronto originally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. That's Still. why we're talking about the Canadian thing. Yeah. And that, 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 that was resolved. Yeah. That they to... sorted that XM radio dispute. Yeah. XM Good was for our Canadian yeah. comedian. XM radio was Brethren and sistren. Take a bunch of royalty money from Canadian comics. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they got that resolved. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Steph Tolov. Steph Tolov has a new album out called I'm Not Well. Tolov is T-O-L-E-V. So, Steph's Steph. in the line of Canadians coming here mm-hmm. and uh, taking our jobs where you watch them and you're like, you should have my job. She's good, man. Yeah. Real funny. Just a lot of energy. A lot of weird energy. She did, yeah. She kind of got those crazy eyes. Oh, she did her own show of just 50 first steps where she had 50 comics do impersonations of her. Yeah. Which is just a ballsy, preposterous show. Yeah. And I was on it and it was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, new album just came out a couple weeks ago. I'm not well. Uh, you can get I think that. It came out, the, yeah. Well, no, no, because this comes out in a yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, came out March 1st. March 1st. March 1st. Yeah. Oh, that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, uh, just just solid as shit, man. One of those, yeah. one of those comics. It never phones it in either. I've done a no. lot of shows with her. Never, no matter how small the crowd, no matter you know how mundane the bar show mm. looks, she just goes up there and rips it and does her yeah. thing. So uh, hats out to Steph. Also has another album out uh, that she put out a few years ago in uh, 2016. Her first, I guess that's her first album. I'm not sure. Hot and hungry. So, <laughs> hot and hungry. It's her first one. Your album title. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not well is the new one. So comic of the week, Steph Tolev, T O L E V. Check her out and spread the word. What you plug in there, dude? Oh, you got what, something? What's today? The twelfth. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. How can mm-hmm. I forget? Yeah, yeah. How, how can I forget? How does anybody do this smoothly? Act like they're not. Faking, faking their dates. I don't know, man. It's the twelfth. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm gonna be in Madison, Wisconsin this weekend. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah, Comedy on State, one of the best clubs in the freaking country. I'm starting my tour. You're on tour right now. Yeah. I'm starting mine. Madison, then Cleveland on the 18th. Grog Shop, then Go Bananas and Cincy. Morgantown, West Virginia, at one two three Brewing. I think it's called. That's cool. And then our live show on the 22nd that's sold out. And then um, uh, the show that they won't email us back about in New York on the 23rd. So it's probably not happening. Probably so not Sorry, happen. New York. Yeah, unless, yeah. Unless we inform you differently. Uh, ask uh, ask uh, the brightest young things. Yeah. Uh, what happened to the Boogie Monster show? Ask them why they won't return a fucking email. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mean to be so harsh, but it's <laughs> the least you can do is correspond. Uh, what's today? The 12th? It's <laughs> the least you could do is correspond. <laughs> That's coming from Dave Stone. Nice try, jerk. Said the least you could do is correspond. Nice try, jerks. <laughs> Tonight I'm in uh, Lapeer, Michigan at the Pix Theater. Tomorrow, Ann Arbor, Michigan, Blind Pig. 14th, I'm in Columbus, Ohio at the Walrus. 15th and 16th, uh, Wiley's Comedy Club in Dayton, Ohio. And on the 21st, you can catch me in Baltimore at Joe Squared. So that's where I'll be, and then, uh, like you said, twenty second, be uh, be be reunited with you over at the old uh, club cafe for the Burning Bridges Fest in Pittsburgh. Live so episode that should be good. Who we got on there? We got uh, John Dick Winters going to be a guest. Uh, Ramon Rivas, yeah, and Mike Caruso. Am I pronouncing that right? No, I was his last name. That's not his not last name. It's Look not... it up. Do him justice. Yeah, I'm sorry, right. Mike. I just know you as funny ass Mike. Mike Car- Caruso. Mike Carraza. Carraza. Sorry, Mike. Mike was a dude that was like always like was working for the festival in mm-hmm. Montreal and was always like this like fun, ambitious mm-hmm. dude. And then I did the Boise Festival and he fucking crushed it. And it's so it's so exciting to see him like, all right, this guy's around and he's a nice guy and he's yeah. like working for festivals. I'm like, oh, I do comedy too. I was like, Yeah, we all do comedy, buddy. Again, yeah. We're all doing it. And they did a set, I'm like, Mike's fucking hilarious. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's just a jolly dude. Yeah, just good, always, good energy. Yeah, there's well, going to be good energy on that show. I think so. That's going to be fun. Yeah, so yeah, uh, we got good. That's, those are all good. Those are good, positive folks. Thanks for uh, Pittsburgh for not sleeping on your boys. Never sold that son sleep of a bitch up on your boys. Don't sleep on your boys. Um, mm. Yeah, man. Anything else? Any thank yous? Any? You thank the chili people. Yeah, the chili just yeah, nice, yeah. nice folks. Even a smelling lady. I'm just glad. I'm yeah. glad. You know, I'm sorry to oblige your request. Understand that it's a bit. You know, mm-hmm. caught me off guard. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't. You know. But other than that, it was a good time. You can smell me anytime. Yeah, go smell Dave. Get your whiff. Get your whiff of that shit. Well, I can smell right now. If you, mm-hmm. if you got a strong enough nose, you can get. You can catch his whiff right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. 
Smell you later, the Dave Stone tour. Speaking of which, um, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm I'm pretty hygienic. Is this a new episode? Are no, we just starting again. I'm just going to tell you this story real quick. All right, I'm 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 very hygienic because when you're a big fella, all right, sell me on this. That's the one thing you can't control. <laughs> you know, can't be big and smelly. Uh, so I'm, I'm always well. I've met some people who would challenge that. Idea. Yeah, but uh, Katie's big fan of all the oatmeal, lavender, organic, homemade bullshit. So yeah, all the artisan blah blah blah, and it's fine, whatever. But uh, I guess some of that's not as strong as it needs to be. Oh yeah. The other day she said, "I'm starting to smell like pork." I was like, "I just showered," and she goes, "I know, but oh, I've had to take two showers to get a stink off." Yeah, because I'll I'll sit in it. Well, see, I cook a lot. I cook like almost yeah. every day in in our small apartment. So, like when I'm cooking, you don't think about it, but then all those fumes get up in your skin and your hair yeah. and stuff. But she's like, "Honey, I'm not trying to be mean. And I know you shower all the time, mm. but you kind of smell like pork." At first, I was like, "Awesome." Well, I was get I got I got ordered to shower because I was ruining whole rooms. Mm. I would leave a room and it, my my scent. I would just leave a spirit, yeah. Spirit. Funk. I think that's what I'm doing. But yeah, and I was like, well, I shower like all the time. All right. And I and and I was like, well, it must be your little frou frou ass soap. So now I'm just gonna have to start having dishwashing liquid in a grill brush, <laughs> like you're washing a fucking elephant. <laughs> so, Got to really scrub. I said, gotta have a fucking silkwood shower. <laughs> silkwood shower. <laughs> so yeah, man. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, well... I'm going to try to start smelling better. All right, that's how we're ending it. You're going to try and start smelling better? Mm-hmm. Tune in next week to see if Dave smells better at an all-new Boogie Monster. Yeah, that's it. The Boogie Monster.
a podcast network.